tell you when I've started recording, so you've got to guess when. Right. Have I started recording yet? No. Have I started recording yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Have I started beep recording yet? No. I was recording this whole no. time. No. <laughs> oh, you got oh, me. You oh. got me. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. <laughs> George, you need to turn uh, around your chair a bit, so you're you literally, me? you're about three metres away from the microphone. Yeah, but I like to recline into my chair while I do a podcast, because it makes me think better. Well, it doesn't make, it doesn't make for good listening. What, you pop it on top of, on top of Hayek. There okay. we go, perfect. Now I've got to bend. Perfect. Oh, oh, my heart just starts. <laughs> oh, no. George, you do the introduction. Welcome to George and Jess's Happy Hour. Ah! <laughs> Today we're talking about heart attacks. How do you avoid them? What signs do you look out for? Jess, how's your heart feeling? Bad. It actually is. <laughs> actually. Yeah, it is. It's what you it sometimes happens is... when I breathe in too much. Oh, it's probably heartburn. Oh, no, heartburn. no, not heartburn. I was so excited to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've got a terrible heartburn. I'm going to rub my heart because you said rubbing the part of your body that hurts makes it better. Yeah, yeah. Invariably. Broken leg. <laughs> you just it. got cream voice. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know what On happened. camera. <laughs> on cream voice on camera. <laughs> Do you know what cream voice is, listener? <laughs> it's when it's when you're eating cream and your voice just gets like white on this. And sometimes it just happens when you're not eating cream and George just got it. I don't know what happened. I think I think my throat like it just just shifted position a little bit. You must have had a little it bit of cream, voice effects. cream left in your cheek from, from when earlier. you last had cream. I do keep cream in my cheek. <laughs> so I dispense it sometimes. Into also, mouth. Taste. Swallow, cream mm. voice, cream, cream, cream <laughs> treat. Also, I've, also, listen, you must send in. I'll put our poll on this episode of pollen. Poll. If you're, <laughs> if you're listening on, by the way, pollen. The scientific name is microsporangium. Really, I didn't know that. In one of my biology GCSE questions, was like, "What is this?" The answer was pollen, but I put pollen. Open brackets, microsporangium. <laughs> close brackets. Did you know the scientific name for cream voice is creamosporangium? Cream. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I've called it. Huh. Yeah, believe it or not. But yeah, I'll put a poll on the Spotify episode, which you can answer, and it'll be, have you ever got cream voice? Uh, so answer yes or no. And I yeah. get an email for every person who answers. So. <laughs> so be careful what you say. Oh, also send in your best cream voice stories. If yeah. you have any good cream voice stories, like once I got cream voice in on my wedding day, <laughs> and I was about to say I do, and I said, I do. And it sounded like I don't, so I'm just not married. <laughs> yes. Also, what what's our... What's our email that people can email? We need to have one dedicated email. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you can. they can use mine because I didn't get too many emails. Okay, say it. georgeskeen at hotmail.co.uk That's georgeskeen, G-E-O-R-G-E-S-K-E-E-N-N as in November. I think I've done that joke before. <laughs> <laughs> at, that's the little at sign. It's like a little Amphora. A with a slip. A slip. A slip. An amphora. Mm. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, well, at hotmail.co.uk. Any other Hotmail users, get in touch. Be good to, to, to trade notes. And, um, <laughs> oh, uh, what your UI looks like. Yes. What's, what, I feel like not many people use Hotmail. Oh, people I laugh don't. at me sometimes for using Hotmail. Shall we act out that scenario? Okay. Open this stranger you just met. All right. You see, you asked me what my email address is. What's your email provider? A, a Hotmail. Ah! Oh. <laughs> that was a, a bit of comedy for you. Yeah, yeah a little sketch. Hey, I'll do more of those if you want. Yeah, back to seriousness. I'm a bit worried your phone's going to fall off the book, so I'll just put it like that. It's perfect. <laughs> I laughed harder than I did when you admitted to using Hotmail and I was playing a fictional stranger. Also, I've just noticed, George, you've got a big, big electronic yeah, 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 yeah. device on your table. What that, is it? My, my, my little electronic baby. <laughs> um, viewers, listeners, it is 
a well I'm doing my exam on Wednesday Ooh. and I have exams in the next couple of weeks and the college kindly offered to give us monitors well loan us monitors Monitors. computer monitors if our screens weren't very good and if you don't know my laptop screen if you use it for about two hours which i'll definitely be using it for longer than that <laughs> in my exams it goes it, it just turns into a horrible <laughs> flicker that's not pleasant to look at um so i said i'll have one of those monitors and i collected it and it's massive but i can't connect it up to my computer about this big. so it's but yeah about that big even bigger probably so uh, if anyone knows any tips about how to connect a monitor to a computer, let me know. At the usual email address. Yeah, that we've already, we've already digressed. George already... the Silly Monkey at yahoomail.biz. <laughs> or Jess the Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Jess the Silly Bitch at cam.ac.uk. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to apply for a job. Oh. At Cambridge. Oh yeah, did you see those jobs yeah. that emailed to us? They emailed some jobs listeners from the history faculty. And I was gonna send them to you as a joke to say you should apply to these yeah. Well no, I was actually going to. There was one like ad- the administrator for PhD courses. And I thought I could see myself what PhD doing that. courses. You know, PhD. Uh, PhD. What's PhD, PhD stand cream. for? Uh... <laughs> Personal history well, doctorate. It's my when I was at school, me and my friends used to say it stood for something. What? But it's a bit rude, so I can't say it. Say it, say it, Whisper it to me and I'll see if it's okay. It stood for, first word was pretty. Second pretty. word was huge. Huge. Third word was another word for a phallus. Penis. No, it has pretty huge penis. <laughs> <laughs> that is rude. But, and that is, I suppose it's kind of a good joke, but it doesn't really make sense within the context because you're studying a PhD. <laughs> well, no, because people always have their names after, like... Oh, they, yeah. The PhD after their name. That is funny, actually. Like, who do we know with a PhD? Um, um. <laughs> um, it's not a good word for any podcast. <laughs> but anyway, that's PhDs. If you're doing one, let us know at the usual emails. But this is enough of the preamble. <laughs> it's been a while since we've been back, so forgive us as we get our oils back rusted. Into order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to get back into a usual segment, a bit of ASMR. Wee-oo, wee-oo. <laughs> ASMR. With George and Jess, but no, really, we're going on to George's happy words to the wise. Oh, words to the wise. So come um, up with it. You can't um and ah, George. You can't <laughs> stop your head. Three, two, one, words. My word to the wise today is when you go, when, whenever you've been in the, in the, in the, in the dumps, <laughs> in the top down of the dumps, get a load of this. <laughs> just, just give it, put a smile on your face. And <laughs> slip an ice lolly down your throat. Slip a nice lolly and or an ice lolly. Just lock. take it from there, and 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 you'll and you'll be fine. That's my word to the wise. Basically, if I can make it sound sensical, um, don't take life too seriously, especially in exam season. I know everybody's stressed by that at the moment, but <laughs> <laughs> any every time in life when you're confronted with something an obstacle, then remember there'll be another obstacle that is at least as significant if not more significant down the line after that. So you can either take that and be like oh no, there's more obstacles on the way or you can just think what does it matter? It, it, it reduces the significance of the current one you're facing. At least it does for me. So that's my word to the wise. Listener, you must applaud George because he was you heard, put on the spot and that was pretty good. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was, it was. Oh. It made me think, because when you said there are obstacles in the future, I thought, oh no. But then you were like, don't say, oh no. Say obstacles or opportunities. So, yeah. And it made me think, if you were to title that word to the wise, it would be, um, life is a jungle gym. <laughs> and we're the monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Life's a jungle gym. And we're all little monkeys. Just, <laughs> to paraphrase yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, No, that's true. I've ne- what's a, is, what, is a jungle gym like wacky warehouse? Like what you get at... Um, at, 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 with the slides and ball, ball pits. No, it's like, have you seen the movie Curious George? You have, because I watched it with you. No, we watched George of the Jungle. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> curious George was at one point of the jungle. Yeah, oh yeah, I And the so. George of the Jungle is curious. Yeah. So forgive my mistake. Curious George of the Jungle. Both of them should have been. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know how George of the Jungle was living in a cool... Ooh. Got a bit of phlegm in my nose. Oh, you were known as snot voice. I would have absolutely, absolutely criticised you. <laughs> absolutely, just been really horrid. No, but George of the Jungle, curious George of the Jungle. He lives in a Ewok-esque treehouse, mm, which has nice. lots of kind of machinery, which is powered by the jungle. And I would call that a jungle gym. A jungle gym. And a gym of that bit when he's going, oh, and going through the. That he's swinging, swinging should, through the trees. I should be clear. Mm. And then he hits the tree, and his his outline is implanted on it. And the yes. donkey's monkey's like, "Oh, George, you that's, stupid bastard!" That's and that's a trope in the film because the the theme tune goes, "George, George, George of the jungle, watch out for that tree." And every time they Does say it? it, yeah, he hits into a tree. I wonder how the theme goes. George, 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 <laughs> George of the jungle. jungle. Watch out for that tree. Yeah. <laughs> we can't get copyright infringed for that because because it's the wrong tune. <laughs> We're singing all the right songs in all the wrong orders, in all the right places. And also, when George was doing his word to the wise, I got a advertisement, and I can advertise this for free. I got a text from Glitterbomb, which is a club in Cambridge, which is pretty good. I used to go to it when I was younger, um, i.e. this year. <laughs> and apparently they've got a Barbie night on. Barbie and night. and they sent me an email that said, that better come be, on, Jess, that, let's go party. That better be the barbecue, not uh, <laughs> like Barbie and Barbie doll. I think, I fear it might be the latter. But I liked that? how it was a personalised email. Come on, Jess, let's go party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that song that was like, it was like, I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Da, 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 da. You can pick my nose and wipe it on your clothes. That's not a lyric. Yeah, yeah, but that's what my, my school friends used to say. So your school friends would be like, but, big hairy penis. Yeah. And then, oh, pick your nose, wipe it on my that's clothes. That's what school children are like, though. I just hit my friend with sticks. That's what, did you? I once crucified my friend Lucas. I bet you did. Using dental floss. We put grass in his mouth. Well, this might be a crime, I'm sorry. <laughs> but he was fine. It was consensual. Yeah, and, and he, he dies. He, he died, yeah. Just as a, a child murderer. Well, I was a child also. So that, <laughs> at that time, it's just murder. But I also didn't. I actually have an option on the app to add a flag to the recording if I wanted to edit it out. And this is the closest I've ever come to using it. Really? But it's not a crime, so I'm I think I'm it, was just, it. it was just childish tomfoolery, wasn't it? It was. So, um... And I, didn't, I was hit by sticks. I didn't hit people with sticks. So I, I was just trying to make clay mines mm. so I could harvest clay from the ground. And it was actually going to be a viable source of income. But then people just hit me with sticks. Oh, was it at school? Yes, and once in the so playground... So your school put, used to work mining clay? <laughs> it was con- I, I volunteered. Oh, you were And once, me and my friend Lucas, when we weren't playing Ewok babies, 
<laughs> when he was a great Ewok baby and I'd be an Imperial agent <laughs> and then or Jedi or something and I always wanted to be Kiadi Mundi but I thought he was called Kian Mundi when I was young I thought he had an orange lightsaber oh. of course it's blue idiots blue as could be but once we found a, a mine of terracotta on the spit which is where we played and there were sometimes needles heroin needles there but we didn't find them that day we found yeah, a big mine of don't what? pretend that you didn't go to an expensive private school <laughs> I did go to a private heroin school heroin needles but there were lots of heroin needles and many times we would go Miss Massey there's heroin needles on the spit and she would go stay away from the children so don't devalue my my youth Heron needles can turn up left, right, and center. But anyway, this particular time we found terracotta. And I thought it was like a Roman hall. And it was right at the surface. And I think maybe the farmers, I'm sorry, the gardeners, had been and churned it all up. And anyway, I was very excited. And I picked up all of it and put it in a tray. Mm-hmm. And I was with some other friends. And we said to Mr. Coatsworth, who was the headmaster. Mr. Coatsworth. We said, please can we present this to the school in an assembly? And he said yes. And he put us off for weeks and weeks. And then at the end of the day, we just we just told our class, which oh, I'd already told them all anyway. That's that's sad. That's the sort of thing you want to present to the whole school, really. Give them a chance. Yeah. That was like when, in, well, not it's similar. When I was in year three, we were learning about the dinosaurs. And we went out one day, and they said we're going to do an archaeological dig on the school field. And they'd already, like, dug up a little patch of turf. And um, we started digging each other a little square to dig in. And you and found the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, well, before before we knew it, we were digging up whole bones, <laughs> massive bones. And I just I thought this is this is just fantastic. What a, what a mine of archaeological finds we've been sitting on this whole time. And I, it was just probably one of the greatest days of my life. Um, I thought I was the next big, next best archaeologist. Next big thing. Yeah, we found we found a Tyrannosaurus Rex bone, Ooh. probably a leg bone or something, and we found a bone that I I um, believed was part of a pterodactyl. <laughs> it looks a bit like a wing. Contrarians um, believed otherwise. Yes, um, and I went home that day and I said, "Mum, Dad, we found dinosaur bones at school <laughs> today," and uh, and for years and years I believed it, and I think even in year six. I, I spoke to the teacher who was um, who'd run it on something, and I was like, "That's when we did oh, when we found those dinosaur bones in the field. That was amazing." And then it was only years later that I thought to myself, "They just got some bones from the butchers and put them under some soil for us to find, and they weren't actually dinosaur oh. bones." But well, for I... all those years, I believe that they, and part of me still does believe, maybe they did find bones. the bones of a T. Rex. It's just showing that day. your age-old cynicism. Although I would suggest you probably didn't find a pterodactyl wing because the wing would be cartilaginous. Well, yes, yeah, and rot away. And the fact that they were they were buried about a centimetre below the school field, which is um, was probably like former farmland. And what well, happened to the bones? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think I think when the the usual practice, if they find dinosaur bones, is to send them to a museum. Or so maybe that's what they did. <laughs> send them back to butchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, butcher. There's um, not really, there's not really a title for butchers, is there? Butchers. What do you mean? You know how you've like got professor and miss for teachers. There's no such thing for butchers. Oh, or like butcher, butcher Brown. Yeah, thanks, butcher Brown, for these <laughs> dinosaur that's, bones. Like, but that's what they do in America, though. They, your occupation becomes your title. Like, because obviously, for like president, President Biden, you know, he's the president, so. Yeah, President Biden. But like, they do it for all sorts of things, don't they? Like a teacher. If I was a teacher, I'd be a teacher scheme. <laughs> and and I, I, I work at a bar, oh, a theatre at home, so I'd be bar worker Jess. Bar worker Jess, yeah. And you yeah. are unemployed, so you'd be you'd be unemployed un- un- man. Unemployee, unemployee scheme. <laughs> <laughs> but George is looking for work, so if anyone listening... 
as a big company, and heck, I'm looking for work too. Yeah. So, so, um, so, so do hire us. I would say my skills are versatility, flexibility, and I started doing this thing recently where I can just fall flat. I can just yes, I, I can, saw it. It was it was quite impressive actually. I don't know how to explain it. I just fall. You just fall forwards and then end up in a, in a press up position. Yes, but, yeah, that's yeah. it. But you don't really bend your knees or your back or anything. Yeah, you just fall from vertical to horizontal. And it, you get you get to experience the thrill of falling over with none of the pedal and on the pain. Yeah, although you said your wrists were hurting a bit after. Are they right. still? Thanks for outing me, George. <laughs> I want to sound like a tough gal. But you can you can try it at home. Listeners, mm, there is a health risk that comes with that. Yeah. Try it at home, but don't blame us. <laughs> yeah, <yes. laughs> I should your... say, don't try this at home. That's what they always say, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Don't try. Oh, Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> yes. Another sponsor of today's episode. What's your greatest skill, George? Oh, yeah, my skills would have to be um, teamwork, perseverance. I try not to give up if I, unless I have to. <laughs> I know what perseverance means. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm quite good at cooking. Uh, that means I put things in a bowl, mash them up, and make a meal to eat <laughs> to give nourishment <laughs> and energy to myself. <laughs> That's why I would love to work at this position as a astronaut. <laughs> yes. Well, they need they need cooks on the space station, don't they? I don't think they do, John. Because if they got to the space station, no one could cook. They'd starve. Uh, have there's no recourse to. They can't just get a Deliveroo you in know space. What? Improv. Yes, and that's correct. But I would yeah. also suggest that. They actually use dehydrated foods. Gourmet. So cook them. No, they don't. They just they just they just put water on them. But, but, but that's. But what if you literally were the worst cook? You didn't know how to prepare any sort of foods. You would have. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. I think your 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 cooking story. Not that you're 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 a decent cook. You're a decent <laughs> cook, but when you're in, in in Freshers Week, it's more of a funny student cooking story. Hey, you're involved in this as when, well, buddy. No, no, it's not. It's the other one. You, I wasn't there. But you just said that. You, you said in Freshers Week that you you weren't booked into a meal or something, so you just have half a tin of beans. Yeah, you warmed up in the microwave. I've got to book tea, so <laughs> I just I, I just open a can of beans, put it in the microwave, thirty seconds to a minute. Put, I think I ate it out of the tin. Probably had a piece of toast with it. Yeah, yeah. And hey, I'm still alive. So alive. But I don't think I was meant to microwave the tin. No. Oh. But hey, I microwave anything. Ask me and I'll microwave it. That can be the next uh, segment of the show. Can it be microwaved? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. What can we start with? Um, chocolates. Shoes. Yes. Shoes. Yes. It depends if they've got metal in them, though. A little possum. A little possum. I was going to say little baby, but yes. that would have been wrong. Unless it has a titanium hip implant. <laughs> in which case, no. No, no, no. Okay, just a titanium hip implant. Uh, yeah. No, no. Unless it's within a possum. <laughs> in which case, fine. Yes. But um, but 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 yes. Let us know your best recipes. Yeah, at the usual emails. Yeah. Cookingmaster one hundred and one <laughs> at georgeskeen.me. Dot io. Dot Oh, by the way, do you know in Bruce Almighty, which I've kind of gone off these days because I kind of think it's a bit of a uh, like an evangelical conversion movie. Yeah, I thought that when I watched it. it well, kind of, it kind of is. The guy who directed yeah. it is a big old, big old Christian, which of course is fine, mm. but um. Keep it out of the movies. No, no, no. <laughs> but anyway, he apparently, you know, there's that thing about how if they put telephone numbers in um, movies, they have to be fake ones, but they put a real one yeah. in Bruce Almighty. And so apparently, some butcher in Manchester got lots of calls really? um, thinking it was God because it was put in as God's phone number, but it was Butcher in Manchester. Really? Who was called Bruce, apparently. But in, in Manchester, England? Yes. Oh. Yes. Wow. Where we're recording this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Also, 
we're going to have to come to an end because it's almost tea time. Oh, is it? What's the time? 25 Oh, past. it is almost tea time. I need to get my shoes on. So let's say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We enjoyed, um, your we enjoyed recording it in your company. And we will see you again soon. And remember, keep dancing. And yeah, I've got nothing to add. Hope you have a nice day. Hope you're happy with what you've done today. And hope you are happy with what you do tomorrow. That sounded quite aggressive, but it was it was well meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope you're happy with what you're doing tomorrow. <laughs> I can't really recreate it. No, tomorrow. But you, you, you did well. Thanks. And we both did well today in today's episode of George, George and Jess's, Jess's Happy, happy hour. hour. Bye. 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 <laughs> this episode was brought to you by George and Jess's <laughs> Happy, happy hour. hour. Bye. <laughs>